Welcome to The Nest Show, the podcast that brings you insights into the crypto market, trading and investment experiences, and what we're looking forward to as we navigate the space together. Before we get started with the show, I want to thank our friends and sponsors over at PrimeXPT, where many of our listeners have already signed up to trade by visiting the burbnest.com slash PrimeXPT. Now, we're excited to reward you with a very special offer brought to you by our friends at Prime. Visit the announcement channel on our Discord to learn how you can receive a one-time trading bonus equal to 50% of your deposit amount. Exciting times indeed. PrimeXPT is the most powerful trading platform offering immediate access to over 30 assets. Users may trade cryptocurrencies, forex, commodities, stock indices, and much more, all from a single Bitcoin-settled account. PrimeXPT gives experienced traders up to 100x leverage to multiply their capital while also providing users with multiple order types, low trading fees, and ultra-high liquidity to equip them with a one-of-a-kind trading experience. Registration does not require any user information. So visit the link below and start trading on Prime XPT in minutes. You'll be hearing much more about Prime XPT here and why we're so excited about the products they already offer, including a one-of-a-kind BTC and Ethereum options trading platform called Turbo and an upcoming co-vesting product that will give traders and investors alike an entirely unique opportunity to multiply their capital. We're excited to congratulate the Prime XPT team on a couple of project milestones starting with the launch of direct crypto purchases with the use of credit and debit cards. To learn more about how to purchase crypto on the PrimeXBT platform using debit or credit cards, visit PrimeXBT today for a complete walkthrough. Also, we want to regard Prime for their progress integrating TradingView chart technology into their charting platform and their continued progress with the co-vesting module that will allow traders to mirror the activity of other traders. To find out more about the extensive progress of the co-vesting build-out, visit the PrimeXPT blog for the most up-to-date information. And now for the show. What the Nest Show is. This is a podcast brought to you by the Burb Nest community, an independent crypto and forex-centered trading community built to sharpen each other in capturing opportunities in the markets while protecting capital along the way. What this is not, trading advice. We are not financial advisors, and you should not regard any information here or in the Nest Club as financial advice. You should always consult a licensed financial advisor before making any financial decisions. Welcome everybody to today's episode of the Nestro podcast. Uh, my name is Adrian, I'm CryptoBurb, and today we are having an amazing, amazing, truly amazing and inspiring guest, uh, known under the name as Kurosh AK. Welcome to today's podcast, Kurosh. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. Thanks a lot for having me, Adrian. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, I'm even happier to have you on the podcast, you know, because I know I know how how busy your schedule has recently become because of all the new ventures that uh, you actually kicked off recently. There's quite a lot on that, right? Isn't it? Uh, yeah, actually, I just um, decided at one point stop treating Twitter like a hobby and start going really hard at the Twitter, social media, and general extensions of the stuff I was already doing there, and um, yeah. And here we are now. That's, I think, the reason why you noticed what I was doing and wanted me on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm very, again, I'm very excited you know, to hear more about all the ventures in a second. Uh, but before we go, you know, I myself um, and I guess many, many people, especially, you know, the views, the, the viewers, the users of any uh, of any kind of like, you know, just content that we do. Because we both produce a lot 
like a huge amount of content and that goes that definitely does not go without any notice you know because people truly appreciate what you're doing what you've been doing uh well more and more on a daily and more regular basis um personally very you know very positively impressed with with first of all the quality the amount of content your knowledge your actual uh ability and skill you know to build the engagement around i think that's that's really amazing skill that you actually grown uh but i'm super curious to hear from you like how did it all start for you how, how it all started well the entire journey i mean we can go all the way back to uh university as a starting point uh studying mathematics and uh my path was pretty much i wanted to either be a consultant or a high paying banker type job and then in my second year of university one of my really close friends had a cool business idea and i'd never really explored this sort of thing as a kid i was always into you know buying something selling it a little more expensive trying to make money on the side there was a lot of satisfaction in finding an inefficiency in the market and profiting off of that so this opportunity came along um he was a very awesome guy, good friend of mine, and we were lucky enough that the first business venture uh, went actually really successfully. So what happened is this kind of kicked off my sort of love for doing entrepreneurial stuff and also took away a little bit from my love of uh, mathematics and going down the high paid job role. So what happened is I kind of did everything I needed to at the bare minimum to get the grades I wanted for my course and all my attention started going to um business and entrepreneurial stuff finding opportunities to make money making connections developing these skills and um yeah since then I just went from business to business uh, about 10 ideas fail and then one works and it goes fantastically uh this kept going until 2016 late 2016 that's when one of my friends told me about the Ethereum Enterprise Alliance and i was like oh that sounds cool he said it's the new internet i'm like oh, that's pretty cool cool technology and then he's like i've made x amount of money on it and it was a very big number he said i'm like oh now this is really cool so it wasn't the tech initially yeah yeah i was like okay that now my business mind is like oh that's cool so then i dived in in 2017 like everyone else i'm a genius i'm so good at this game but thankfully i kind of had my mathematics background behind me and also i'd been investing for a long time at this point and i was religious about passive strategies uh how you couldn't beat the market how it was impossible to find these sorts of inefficiencies so having this mindset was a bit of an advantage i sort of knew i was being reckless as i was being reckless and i was doing everything i can um sorry everything i could to start um putting in basic principles to minimize risk of ruin for example if you've got a mathematical background you understand risk of ruin and you know if you keep uh, overexposing yourself you will inevitably lose regardless of how much potential there is and how much money you're making so what happened is slowly i transitioned into sensible trading and sensible investing and by the crash luckily enough I'd started cashing out, I'd started limiting my exposure, so I was one of the few that managed to survive the big crash of the end of 2017, early 2018. Um so I mean that was quite fortunate 
in the sense, not only that I survived the crash, but had I had good risk management strategies at the start of 2017, I would have made a lot less money. So obviously that's in hindsight, in practice, it was still the wrong choice just because someone wins a lottery ticket doesn't mean you should have bought the lottery ticket, you know? Um, and yeah, so now we're in 2018. Uh, I see a lot of people have lost uh, huge amounts of money. Um, everyone's starting to learn that they can't just throw a dartboard at an altcoin chart and, you know, pick the right altcoin and make money. Uh, and transitioning into learning about trading. And luckily, I've already managed to get some systems running which are making me money. And I see a lot of people in the Twitter space, for example, uh, posting just charts, but not really um, looking like they know what they're doing. Uh, there were a select few who I was definitely learning from and were incredible. Um, but yeah, I saw this bit of a gap. So what I decided to do is just make a trading journal on Twitter. Um, I don't know if you followed me back then. I called it the Trading Chronicles. Um, and I live traded for about 45 days. And um, I took an account from just under 30K to 40K, which obviously it's not, you know, we've seen people go 10X and stuff, but in my opinion, like those are some pretty crazy returns. And if you do that consistently, um, that's like almost a percent a day. That's gonna make you a lot of money over the long term. Obviously scalability issues and stuff, that's not infinitely scalable. So I'm not saying I can make a percent a day on any amount of money, but what it did was actually put some evidence behind uh, the fact that I can trade, the fact that what I'm sharing with you uh, actually has some backing to it. It's um, I'm showing you I know what I'm doing. And that's how it started. I gained a following from that. People liked what I was doing. And I noticed uh, due to the mathematical background, I actually had a decent ability at explaining these concepts, uh, sorry, these complex concepts in a rather simple way. Uh, people were really vibing with my explanations of just a simple trade I'd done. So I started transitioning more and more to the education side and people love that way more. And the followers started growing. Um, I started making friends and connections in the space. Um, I don't know if you know, but my newsletters owned my first real public monetization of my channel. Before that, I... The only reason I was in Twitter was one, it was really fun, and two, connections. Networking and connections. I have met some incredible people in the space and it's been a fascinating, um, incredible journey and I keep meeting incredible people in the space. I mean, like this podcast given me the opportunity to meet you, Adrian, who- Oh, um, I, stop, stop <laughs> it, stop it. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, I absolutely love what you've built and the way you've played the Twitter game. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, here I am. Um, the education kicked off, went to YouTube, um, started uh, started my own podcast last week. It hasn't launched yet, but recorded an episode. So that's happening too. Um, uh, and I have some big plans to potentially try expand it even further. And yeah, that's where I am. I think uh, enough of me talking about that. <laughs> There's never enough, man. There's never enough. <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't too boring. No, no way, man. No way. I think, you know, uh, by the way, you're just talking about all your, all your kind of like activities and ventures. I can tell you're extremely passionate about it. And uh, I know that you, you, that you commit like heartfully to that. Then this is, this really, truly takes all your time. And uh, well, first of all, it shows, right? People, people really appreciate it. People, you know, are, are truly like thankful and, and like, you know, just simply uh, generously providing you with what they can in, uh, in return, which is just, again, something that 
that seems so small, but at the same time, it again can leverage you up very easily. That is just a you know number of followers Twitter, right? This is the simplest way, you know, by building the value for the people, you uh, in the most organic way, you kind of like gain in return the appreciation, right? You gain the it's kind of like some people would call it perhaps perhaps karma, right? That whatever what goes around comes around to you. When you when you produce some good, when you deliver some value, this value comes back to you in one word in one form or another. Yeah, I'd love to expand on that a bit. Um the delivering value part is pretty key. So um a lot of people go the approach of let me get into Twitter so I can make a whole bunch of money. I can uh, do paid chills. I can um, open up a overpriced paid group. I can um, sell a useless newsletter. Like any of these ventures can be done in a terrible way, but um, that's actually not the most profitable way. Um, sure, a minority will pull off a great scam, but in general, if you're taking value from your audience, uh, eventually that's going to run out. It's a, a good terminology. It's looking at like food. If you're giving food and feeding people and they give you food back, everyone's full, everyone's happy, everyone's getting food. But if you just take food and give nothing back, people starve and eventually everyone starves because you've got no source of food. So it's deliver the value first and make sure people are benefiting from you more than you're taking from them. Like It's just common sense that that's the long-term approach. That's how you're going to continuously be able to uh, sustain what you're doing, not just with Twitter, but with anything. I couldn't agree more, you know, and I'm actually very happy that you're bringing these points because, well, I'm very, I'm even more excited right now because it clearly shows to me that we both like have a lot of in common with regards to kind of like what our way of interpreting uh well, the surrounding, the reality, because, you know, what I love about, again, I myself, I'm an engineer, right, from my background, I'm a chemical technology engineer, like I do have my second major, uh, my second uh, master's in the, you know, the top school of economics, right, within the project management and finance department, so uh, at the same time, you get being kind of like, you know, uh, having some sort of like a musician background, and all I can tell is... Uh, if you can truly understand the nature around you and the actual roles, the rules that, you know, just move this entire universe, this entire vehicle, it just all of a sudden you wake up that to the fact that there is one universal kind of like a system, that it is all connected and that the same rules that you could apply, you know, in trading or actually that you could apply in maths, the logical approach, it would all transit very straightforward and directly, you know, to your trading, just what you said. And, uh, that's the next thing I actually want to talk about because uh, this logic, in my opinion, can become a huge edge over the market. What's your take on that? Like, what are your main edges, would you say? Well, um, I'll start by addressing the initial point of uh, understanding those fundamental systems. Uh, I feel the smartest people out there have the ability to see common patterns and recognize those patterns amongst a lot of different things. So for example, if you become a good trader and you get a good concept of risk and reward, suddenly you start analyzing all the actions in your life as what risk am I taking and what reward can I get? Uh, and th that's just one basic concept. You can go to the fundamental root of uh, just general efficiency of every action you take and the more close you get to the fundamental root, the smarter the person uh, really ends up being 
being. That's how you get like the greatest philosophers of all time. Almost all of them were mathematicians as well. It's that common connection between these two core things, the core of like ideas and logic. That's everything. So mathematics, philosophy, that's the core. Those are the people that have like founded human civilization. Um, but yeah, before I go on too much of a tangent from the actual <laughs> trading. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, the, the actual edge in the market. So I, I've, anyone who follows my channel knows that I preach the actual technical analysis is not hugely complex. Uh, you just, you need to behave like a pilot. If you have a simple list of rules, which you follow, you can easily backtest those across the entire market. And what happens then is you have data to back what you're doing. So that, that's the, I think, easy part. Anyone can do that. They can make a set of rules uh, based on super basic TA and test it. That isn't my edge because I could give people the systems I have built, uh, the exact rules, tell them what to do, and 90% of them will still lose money on that. So where the actual edge comes in is once you have these systems, you need to one, understand the core concepts which make these systems. So when you look at a support level, you need to know what that support level represents, uh, what exactly that demand and supply, um, how exactly that demand and supply sorry, that demand and supply dynamic works. You can see, um, for example, if you look out any of the courses I have out, um, free ones, they explain how demand and supply are essential parts of the support and resistance dynamic, not because I'm trying to give you some interesting facts, but because if you understand that, you know that when the market shifts and the market conditions change, you suddenly start um, knowing exactly how to adapt your systems to these changes. Uh, same with moving averages, for example. If you know the super simple formula that makes up that moving average, you understand how the price data is being translated into that and you just, you're looking at more than lines on a uh, screen. So that's one part of the edge, understanding those fundamental concepts and being able to adapt to different market conditions. Uh, if I was to give another part, which is probably one of the biggest, it's also with risk management. Again, the concepts are easy, but if you don't understand something like using a system with positive expectancy and making sure your risk of ruin is low, if you don't understand why that's important, you're okay to you know risk 10% of your portfolio on a trade because you think, ah, oh well, what if I lose it? But if you actually understand the concepts, you're like, wait, wait, there's no way I can sustain this for a decade or 20 years. Maybe I'll put it off for one year, five years, but over a long enough period of time, this sort of reckless financial behavior will guarantee that you lose everything you have. That's uh, So those core fundamental understandings really helped me with my edge. And then the other side is the mental side. So again, I can give you the best system in the world, but if you get greedy, if you get scared, if you get panicked, if you you can't apply that system. And again, it's something which uh, the mindset thing isn't like a, oh, you figure out how to do trading for because you fix your mindset. No, it's a lifestyle. It is a constant daily challenge at any point, especially us traders who are doing it from home. Uh, we haven't really got anyone else. Uh, so if you're working in a bank, someone's got to check a lot of the decisions you make. Someone's going to, uh, it's very rare that you alone will be able to completely destroy everything. But in our situations, literally we click one button and we could liquidate everything we've built. We could wipe out five years of work in one trade. Like th that sort of concept just, 
you need a lifestyle around consistently maintaining your mindset, keeping it primed for uh, the market. So exercise a lot, meditate, eat right, sleep right, um, keep good relationships in your life, know yourself well. Uh, that's a huge part of the edge. And a lot of people don't like to hear that because anyone can talk about that and it feels cheesy or weak, but I can't stress enough how you're not going to be a profitable trader if you can't master that side of trading. Jesus, that's, that's been, you know, huge, hugely expansive and very concrete at the same time. I got to tell you, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very happy that you're actually you know, sharing all that because this only, again, adds another confirmation on top of, 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 of um, well, my, my perception of, of you being, you know, a very successful person. And I don't mean necessarily uh, just gauging, you know, based on uh, whatever success you are building right now and whatever success you've built, which is enormous already on Twitter uh, and around. But all I mean is the success, successful mindset, right? And uh, just as you say, you know, by knowing yourselves, by knowing your strengths and weaknesses, right? Only then can you really tell, what, okay, uh, this is kind of like, like you can call it like demon fighters, right? Or whatever. But truth is, you know what works for you based on your own capabilities, based on your skills, knowledge, experience, right? At the same time, you know which benefits are kind of like of your, let's say, personality type you can leverage to actually work for you, right? And at the same time, how to avoid or, you know, just kind of like mitigate, you know, the impact, decrease the impact of the negative aspects. Because people, you know, especially the personality from the psychological point of view, it's always going to be a mix between all of our strengths and weaknesses, right? And the truth is that it's all kind of like your decision to what, uh, to which side you're going to put more effort. If you're too easygoing, if you're too lazy, you're going to naturally just stay more on your kind of like weak side, right? Instead of working uh, working towards, uh, towards your, your kind of like, you know, building your, your features and leveraging that to work in your favor. So, um, I'm very happy, you know, because what you shared, I think is quite eye opening. Right. And I think, you know, I definitely agree with that. And, um, what I just also kind of like very briefly want to touch upon, um, is you shared you shared a very interesting part at the very beginning of, of this uh, of this section. Mm. In your early kind of like days, right? You would, you would say that your your trading journal would show that you would get like what um, forty you know forty percent, right? Uh, sorry, what was that? Forty um, k over thirty k, right? Yeah, it was thirty to forty k in forty five days. Roughly, like the numbers went up and down a little bit. In it was it was very good. Life. It was it was huge profit. It was but, very yeah, I was good profit. Yeah, pretty happy with it. Yeah, it was very good profit, and that's the point, you know, because people would say uh, people would come to crypto to run this, you know, get rich quick schemes, right? They would, you know, run all these amazing shit coins that are right now just trading in hot on Uniswap, right? Uh, with Yum, with no like, it's wild. It's while it's not having any sort of like fundamental value. It's reminding me the worst scams of 2017 peak euphoria. Um, so that's that's kind of like interesting. But the truth is, if you think about it, um, and this is actually you know the message again to to all of our viewers, uh, viewers and 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 uh, and listeners, the truth is that it's not one single percentage gain that sets you for your life. It's actually building the discipline and building your repetition in that. Because the aggregated percentage 
over some time that you make consistently on a consistent basis, uh, this is what actually wins. Because if you think about it, Warren Buffett, like he hasn't ever fucking got rich, you know, because he was trading shit coins or penny stocks, you know, at, in his basement 24 hours a day glued in front of, you know, his squiggly lines over the chart. No way, right? He makes 20% on average annual return, 20%. And some people will come to crypto and they would say, ah, this guy is just, it's shit, right? What is, what is even like 20%? And still, he's the wealthiest investor of all on planet Earth right now. Yeah, absolutely. There's that um, saying which goes, uh, give me a second to remember it. Uh, yeah, so you either, I'm paraphrasing here, but you either understand and benefit from compound interest or you pay compound interest. There's no in between. Either it's working in your favor or it's working against you. And I mean, that's the principle thing which Warren Buffett uh, uses, just steady compounding gains over a long period of time, uh, focusing on capital retention rather than going for extreme risk. And uh, you did touch on an amazing thing, which uh, you actually referred to the 30 to 40k as a, a, a like sensible gain, when in my view, that wasn't even sensible. I, I was taking on quite a lot of risk with that system because it was a kind of it was a very high win rate system, but when it did lose, it took heavy losses. So risk of ruin wasn't too great because uh, while the win rate was very high during that period, any change in market conditions would have uh, severely hit the win rate. And then a couple losses in a row when you're risking quite heavy amounts of your system and it's all gone. So just understanding those things and knowing that yeah, you can target huge percentage gains, but you're never going to be able to consistently repeat them. So at best, at very best, you make a quick profit and you reinforce a really bad habit into yourself that's going to pay negative dividends for the rest of your life. Uh, and there's just no win there. But everyone... And it's easy to judge because some people are desperate. Some people are looking for a way out. But as someone who understands the numbers, you're, the odds are against you. Uh, just because someone wins, uh, you don't take on survivor's bias and assume you can do that as well. Uh, it's just not how the game works. You also, you need to have this fundamental humility about you, where you need to know who you're up against in the market. To, to use an example, I personally, uh, a lot of people, for example, I'm trading Link a lot right now. Um, you've been I can, I can tell that. I can tell that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, I actually prefer trading Bitcoin and Link Marines uh, don't get too mad at me for that. But right now, look at the trend on Link. Look at the volatility. Look at the volume. It's how about sufficient. how about you show up a chart? Uh, yeah, sure. I can get up a chart. Yeah. So you can see just a little bit of my analysis on this. But yeah, so I've been trading Link since around this big break here. Um, look through my tweets if you want to see it. And um, I actually did a recent uh, YouTube video where I covered uh, my trading of this move. And a lot of people have said, why don't you just buy Link and hold it because the fundamentals are so great. So instead of trading it, I could have literally just bought it around here and then just held it all the way to the top. And well, the thing is, okay, no matter how strong the fundamentals of Link are, I am not a blockchain expert. Like there are people spending hundreds of millions in the market just to get tiny edges and make tiny percentage um, profits. If I'm not the top 1% of people who understands the tech, I'm not 
going to assume that I can get rich just studying a few white papers from my basement or whatever. You know, like I stick to where I have an edge and where I have an edge is systematic trading. So what do I do? I don't care about the fundamentals. I open the chart, I set my key level, and then when I see that this key level breaks, so this first candle over here, let's get that going. This candle over here, zoom out. Key level's broken. We know it's a strong trending asset that historically has trended harder than any other asset in the crypto space. It's so easy. You have your conditions for this asset. You've seen it enter pretty much price discovery, enter the asset, and then start trading it, assuming the trend is going to continue. That's how I play it. That's why I've been trading Link so much. And Bitcoin hasn't been trading like this. So why would I not be trading Link for that reason? Uh, now, I can't remember the initial question, which got us over here. So uh, yeah, Burb, where would you like me to go from here? You know, the initial question actually kind of, you know, start, it all started with uh, with the edge, right? With discussing, you know, the edge over, over the market. And, uh, and I think, again, being aware of all your strengths and weaknesses and using simply like, first of all, the knowledge, right? The experience, something that I call and understand under the name of competence, right? Which is the mix of, again, the knowledge, the experience and the skills. And it, this is all kind of like that you get over the time if you take enough care. And um, this is what's, what actually builds, builds um, the competence and the competence as a trader, right? The competent trader is a person who actually commits heartfully to that. Um, and this, you know, um, I completely understand and I agree with, with this type of trading. I, I do trade it this way myself, right? Uh, although I still more prefer to, you know, just switch and uh, to switch to Bitcoin pairs mainly because I, tr I truly believe technical analysis would uh, would apply way better, uh, you know, for its principles to the Bitcoin price uh, pairs rather than the USD, which is kind of like secondary and derivative based on what Bitcoin does. One of the very interesting uh, points that I'm very, you know, proud of while I was taking, you know, taking care of my, of my uh, designation of, you know, CMT uh, at the first grade, which is the charter market technician. If it, you know, hadn't been for the COVID, I would already have been kind of like, you know, this middle middle, middle designation out of free and would manage to, to get the complete designation of the market, complete technical analyst, you know, uh, by the end of a year. But, you know, fuck COVID. It's, it just, it just, it just ruined my, my plans. But mm, what I learned in this book, what I learned in this, you know, entire kind of like a course, and I say uh, venture by opening, you know, this entire designation process, is <clears throat> by providing, you know, the knowledge and proper understanding of, for example, how, you know, behavioral finance works. This is an amazing um, kind of like legitly, you know, legitimately explained that chart patterns would exist because we make them exist, right? It's, it's kind of like works just the same way as you said with, uh, well, with pattern recognition. And it's all justified and then kind of like proven biologically on our end because our human brains are rewarded with dopamine hormone, the, the happiness hormone. And that is, you know, that gets addictive for, well, for our biological, you know, existence. Um, whenever, whenever there is some familiar pattern recognized in the surrounding, right? Whenever you've learned some patterns, some, some formulas in the past, then you can kind of like extrapolate that, you know, to your future, uh, or you see and spot some patterns, uh, your brain automatically rewards that behavior. Well, Adrian, I'd love to build on that exact point you just made. Uh, so yeah, the 
biologically, it's actually absolutely ingrained into us biologically, uh, simply because, I mean, take a look at all the greatest uh, art pieces we've ever formed. The Mona Lisa, you can see a perfect Fibonacci ratio throughout. Um, every great structure we've built that we absolutely love, uh, the pyramids, for example, I you will find the Fibonacci ratio in there somehow. So these repeated patterns are ingrained in the fabric of not just what we like, but reality itself. Uh, you've heard seashells, you've heard star formations. Did you know DNA itself uh, follows the Fibonacci ratio? I, I do. <laughs> I do <laughs> yeah. but again, many would be surprised, yeah, I guess. Exactly. So uh, these patterns absolutely repeat themselves again and again. And uh, I quite like what you said about the focusing on BTC pairs. So uh, that actually makes sense to me, just intuitively following on from what you've said. Uh, the reason I do stick to the USD pairs is simply because I have tested them historically and they ended up working. So I have no reason to stop until my data suggests that it is no longer working. Uh, but I absolutely, uh, after hearing it from you, someone who I definitely respect a lot, will consider having a look at um, that side of it as well. You know, to back, back to the merit, I think this is definitely uh, very important to know, again, to have the knowledge, because the knowledge in the first place is always your, your main edge, again, the primary edge, the prime edge. And... Um, your edge by, you know, your edge is also, uh, I mean, in life generally, delivering the good, you know, content to the people, spreading the goodness, spreading very positive uh, vibes and emotions, which again, uh, promotes, I think, uh, you as a good person, and that you, you seem to be, again, not only very passionate about it, but you seem to believe in some bigger values than any sort of money you would make, right? And... Um, how about you tell me about your, your, your entire brand ventures, plans and ideas, missions that you're all having it right now? Um, I'd love to. Uh, so I want to start on what you said about uh, the delivering value. So uh, again, it, it's often misjudged by people when someone is delivering value because you start to think, oh, why would they want to help me? Everyone's out to get themselves. But that's normally uh, the mindset from people who are actually out to get themselves. Uh, when you when you function in the world wrong, long enough and you are aware and you actually go through life paying attention to what happens, when you give love, you win because you feel good while you're getting it. And either you get nothing back or you get something bad back. But either way, what you give out makes you feel better. So love, that's a fantastic thing to give out. Equanimity, just being able to stand in the face of adversity and not feel anything negative towards that, it really just, all it does is help you. The other is sympathetic joy. Like when I see someone successful, when I see someone like you, Adrian, who's built this huge company, is the maybe the longest running paid group in CT, these sort of things, I don't get jealous. I don't start to think, oh, that guy must be a scammer. Oh, that guy must have done something awful. I think, wow, that's incredible. I'm so happy for him. So I feel good already. How can I learn from him? I benefit even more. So these sorts of giving attitudes just end up helping you. So with my plans for the future, the general vibe of my brand and what I want to do is build richer lives. And I'm starting in this financial niche. So right now what I'm sharing is my trading knowledge, my um, 
knowledge of investing, building re- wealth, succeeding in business ventures. Because uh, while I've, yeah, I can openly say I've failed a lot of what I've tried, but that's part of the entrepreneurial process. You fail, you fail, you fail. Something works out. It makes up 10 times everything that's failed. And then you keep going through that process. It's uh, you, you either win or you learn. You need that mindset to keep going forward. So what I'm trying to do right now is build richer lives. That's my logo, my slogan, um, starting with the finance, but I want to go beyond that. I think the way I can really make a difference in the world is to enforce those things which I've told you about. Love, um, feeling sympathetic joy, like being happy for what other people are doing, equanimity, being able to stand in the face of such things while not feeling terrible. Like if I teach people that those are the best way, like they will benefit more than other people will by doing that, that sort of message is what I want to spread um, through meditation, for example. I absolutely adore meditation. It's something I've been really passionate about for a while and it's the secret to how I work as hard as I do because it just lets me reinforce and maintain this sort of mindset. I want to share that message with people. I want to pivot the brand in that direction. I want to focus on health and just build something that makes the lives of everyone who consumes my content better and then continue doing that and let the chain effect play out itself. So if I just continue to help people, continue to have more of a positive effect than what I get back, it uh, that's only going to be an upward trajectory. I don't see that failing and I'm just going to continue pushing in that direction. Um, yeah, I mean, that's my very macro vision of where I'm going with the brand. It's truly amazing, you know, and inspiring. Um, you know, I, I can tell you, I see so many similarities in the way we kind of like approach things. And, uh, you know, this entire constructivity and, and, and again, the idea that there is way bigger values, there are way bigger values that you're actually going to just putting on top of any sort of, again, money that you can ever make in the space. This comes secondary. This is like a side product, right? To this entire reaction synthesis. That's what I'm saying. Do this stuff. The money will come. Don't even think about it. The money will sort itself out. Don't be an idiot. Don't let people take advantage of you. Know your worth, but focus on the other stuff and the money will come itself. Yeah. Beautiful said, man. Um, okay, before I let you go, um, before I let you go, there are a couple, of, <laughs> there are a couple of very tiny, brief questions that uh, I'm quite certain many people would love to know the answers to. First of all, first of all, what about Bitcoin? What's the target, man? Um, upward trajectory, guys. I don't think Bitcoin is stopping anytime soon. I, I, I mean, this is me parroting Pomp. Remember, I'm not a fun- fundamental guy, but I really like um, Pomp's vision on Bitcoin and. Bitcoin's the first one. Bitcoin's not succeeding will hurt cryptocurrency and it will take a while for cryptocurrency to ever recover. I think Bitcoin will succeed. So my trajectory is upwards. I'm not going to give you a target because that's useless. No one knows where it's going to go, but I do think it will go upwards. So I want to be exposed to Bitcoin as that happens. Yeah, that's true. And uh, how about chain link target then? Something, <laughs> some, some, give, give some food, you know, to those, to those craving, you know, chain link people. Okay, okay. So, so the people who want the chain link target, I do believe there is no reason chain link will not uh, at least exceed $20. Uh, the structure's intact. The market is bullish as hell. It doesn't look like it's stopping anytime soon. So yes, I will say I believe chain link will exceed $20 in the near future. It's crazy. Okay, I, I think, you know, those who were starving actually got, got some food already from you based on <laughs> the amazing target. So the belly is going to be, you know, just full. Um, okay, um, is there perhaps, you know, uh, there is always like a, 
very good custom, you know, to leave uh, all our listeners and viewers with uh, with your final thoughts. Is there anything that you would like to share on top of what you've already said uh, to leave the final message for the people? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, me and Adrian touched on some really cool topics about uh, that positive mentality. Uh, Positivity is kind of not cool these days, but honestly, the most selfish thing you can do is be positive, project love, be happy for other people when they succeed, and it'll all come back. It is the most selfish and beneficial thing you can do, but people don't realize it. So if I can leave you with one message, it's to at least be open to the possibility that that is true and look into it a little bit. Try it out in your life and see what sort of returns you get. Beautifully said, 100% well. Well said, couldn't agree more. Uh, okay, guys, I think this is, this is the best uh, we could get, you know, uh, to get so much compre complex and compressed knowledge from Kurosh, aka our amazing ghost, to today's episode of The Nest Show. And uh, this was Cryptoverb, and it's just rolling on to the next one, guys. Cheers, thank you. Bixi is an easy-to-use cryptocurrency exchange. Get verified in minutes. Buy and sell popular cryptocurrencies on a safe, compliant, insured U.S. exchange. Enjoy everything you need in one place. A two-way ramp for major currencies, credit and debit card support, an industry-leading API, responsive customer support, and a five-star mobile app. Love your primary cryptocurrency exchange? If not, make the switch to Beeksy today. Visit Beeksy by clicking the link in the description. I'd like to thank our listeners for joining this episode of The Nestro. Again, we want to thank our sponsors at Prime XBT for their support of the show and for their support of our listeners. Once again, after signing up to trade at theburbnest.com slash PrimeXPT, be sure to follow up on the announcement channel of our Discord and learn how to capitalize on their generous trading bonus offer that they've exclusively made available to our community. If you've appreciated the depth and breadth of what you've heard with us today, subscribe to our podcast and find our landing page at theburbnest.com. We have a vibrant Discord community which acts as our central hub of operations, and we welcome you to join us at theburbnest.com slash discord. We also offer an extensive free bulletin on emerging crypto market trends, exclusive undervalued gem reports, and in-depth expert technical and fundamental analysis at theburbnest.com slash bulletin. We always appreciate engagement from our community, which of course means liking the video and subscribing to our page, where we insist on bringing you the highest quality content available. Also, we're happy to incorporate tips and topics from our listeners and encourage you to email us at thenestro at theburbnest.com. This podcast is brought to you by The Burb Nest. Thank you and trade on.